Today's episode of Titus and Tate is brought to you by Round Ball Rock. That's right, Tate. We are now brought to you by Fox Sports. Uh, who, dot com, dot com, dot com. who has the rights to Round Ball Rock. Uh, for some reason, this is not... We're, we're, we're coming to you live from the, the Fox Sports offices. Mm-hmm. Um, it, Our new studio. I was under the impression that yeah. Round Ball Rock would be playing at all times here. That's, mm-hmm. that's what I was told in the meeting. That's why I signed the contract. It is not... Uh, they said they have to pay every time they play it, and that is why. But th- I did get permission that we can sing it, like Parody Law, I think. So, like, it doesn't cost them anything. It's just so not like, as good, yeah. Oh, no, we're hearing Now we've just gotten sued. Yeah, yeah, so it's over. That was a good run. Perfect. Tell the people what's going on, Tate. Why do we take, like, three weeks off? What happened? Well, uh, in the world is it of media, because is it because Ohio State, North Carolina, kept <laughs> losing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. We uh, support two teams that started out the year mm-hmm. ranked in the top ten uh, yep. in early December. They played each other. I don't know if people remember this game. We went to that game. Many people were saying it had yes. a national title feel to it. Yes, um, the, the so-called experts. It was were saying, definitely a game yeah. in March happening in December. Right. Turns out both these teams may not play in March. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll play for fun. But that's where we are. Ohio State, North Carolina, we will not bring them up in this new iteration. And, uh, yeah, we went away for a few weeks while we figured out what the pod would look like in the future. Mm-hmm. And here's what it looks like. Us in a studio. Here's what it looks like. Microphones. We, we signed. Uh, yeah, we signed a deal. We are with Fox Sports now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the bag has been dropped. We picked it up. We uh, we were counting our dollar bills. It, it, it's a great feeling, Tate. We are no longer coming to you out of um, a garage. Uh, yes. But there are a lot of questions that come with this. Uh, we, we, we are, yeah, we, we're also brought to you by Westwood One, by the way. I should also mention, uh, if you're listening to this, the, the podcast, the audio is on the Westwood One feed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can also watch us. We're, we're on Fox. So if you're yeah. listening to, to this and to you're like, I want to see what terms. these guys, I want to see what these guys look like. What did we say oh, when fuck. we started this? We were going to do it for the love of the game. Right. And for the love of the game <laughs> meant uh, that you we're, and I would talk into a microphone uh, and then I would go edit the show and yeah, then we right. wouldn't make no money from it and <laughs> yeah. then we would just keep about our married business. And we turn, uh, turned out that's not the best. We're, we're like Zion who's yeah. like, who's, uh, or like all these <laughs> other guys that like declare for the draft where they're like, I really, really wanted to come back but mm-hmm. uh, you know, I really love my time in college. That was us. We're like, we, we love it for the love of the game. You know what else we love? Money. Yeah. <laughs> Turns out it, it doesn't work when you say I get paid an exposure. I told my landlord, I said, you know what? I really love doing this podcast. Have you checked and out Twitter, like, sir? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> can I get you some Bitcoin? I don't know how that works. Uh, oh. But yeah, you mentioned frequently asked questions. So we have to, I guess, answer those. And then the first question that you wrote down, right? Please let the Well, people. I mean, people were just asking. us like, what? Because I think the thing that gets, the, the thing that people worry about when <laughs> when you uh, sell out, like we did. And if, and if you've been listening, into our show for a while if you were a fan since the t-dup days all mm. the way back two years ago we're sorry um, if you've been a fan of our show for a while you knew that this was inevitable mm. you knew that our entire goal was to sell out at one point you knew <laughs> that um this was always the plan so you you should be happy for us uh but you know a, as is the case with all things tate when 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 some, some something you follow mm-hmm. sells out a band sells out whatever it is uh the question becomes what does this mean artistically are, are we going to get the same show mm-hmm. what is it, is it going to change up so some of the questions that are coming at us are you guys going to finally talk about the big east now fox mm-hmm. has a big east contract mm-hmm. um are, are they going to make you talk about the big east a lot of big east fans are getting excited the answer is no <laughs> screw you the big east i'm just kidding mm-hmm. no we will <laughs> we already talk about the big yeah east. of course we are you crazy what, who's in the big east yeah you know, we'll figure it out <laughs> it changes every year we don't know who gets back um, in 
UConn. No, of course we're going to talk about the Big East. Um, but but no, not, they're not going to make us. They, they've told us that we have creative freedom. They are standing over our shoulders right now, just off camera, shaking their heads, saying we never agreed to that. But they, that's what I remember them saying. They said we have creative freedom. We can talk about whatever we want. I will say this to put it in uh, the movie terms of this. We'll say you know, in Batman Begins, they ask Bruce when he falls down, like Bruce, mm-hmm. why did we fall? You know, it's to get back up. So we right. fell, and now we're going <laughs> to get back up. Right. And here we are, um, sitting another, in chairs. Another question: Does this mean you will be calling games for Fox? Uh, not currently. That is not in the cards right now. <laughs> Um, I hope so, though. Please that my goal, let, but like, I don't want to call games. a good game. My, I was thinking about this. I wish. Uh, here's here's my dream. I'm going to talk to Pac-12 into having consolation games in the Pac-12 tournament, and I want to call the 11th place game in the Pac-12. Please do not tournament. do that. To That's what I would. <laughs> That'll be the first no game I ever that. call. Yeah, is um on that. Uh, but the big question, Tate. What does this mean for you and Ellen? Are you mm. still working for Ellen? Uh, yes. is, is this your new job? You are still working for yes. Ellen. Yes, okay. yeah, yeah. This is a podcast uh, that we will be doing twice a week, you and I, uh, okay. on the Fox Sports lot. Again, if you're not picking this up, this is the video of the podcast. You yeah. can listen to the audio. Westwood mm-hmm. One has that. You don't have to even subscribe to a new feed. A lot of people are asking us this. Yeah, right? yeah. Do I have to resubscribe? Because I'm tired of subscribing. I'm tired of rating. I'm tired of giving reviews. Yeah. Just do it. Just, yeah, just, just do, do it. it. Just yeah, please. Yeah, please, yeah, we yeah. beg you. Uh, so that's yeah. Those are the answers. That's pretty much I it. Uh, keep working. Exciting times around these parts. Uh, but the show is back. We're going to be doing two shows a week. I promise. We we are nothing. Tuesdays and Fridays. Yeah, we we love to make promises and I I swear to God, we did not take time off because we just got lazy. I swear to God, it had nothing to do with Carolina. Uh, it had to do with mm-hmm. a lot of lawyers, a lot of agents. A I lot mean, of, we we will uh, say it did parts. work out. You know, in our favor. Yeah, we cannot deny that. A lot of a lot of very disappointed agents when they work very hard to get this mm-hmm. deal done, and then they looked at what their take home pay was, and they're like, my God. That was not worth it at all. <laughs> yeah, what a, what, what a waste time. of time that was. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we'll get that out of the way. It's time to, to talk about college basketball, Tate. That's what we, that's what we want to do. We want to talk about um, all the stuff going on. Baylor is your new number one team in the mm-hmm. country. Uh, you, I know, are chomping at the bit to do your Pac-12 update it's because been it's been so long. Mm-hmm. Um, th- there's a ton to get to. The, the, the top ten. This is, is it the first podcast we've done since college football's ended? I believe it so. is. So, yes. like all the college fans, football's over. They're mm-hmm. tuning in now. They're like, "What's going on in college basketball?" And they see Dayton is ranked seventh. San Diego State is undefeated. Baylor's the number one team in the country, and they're saying, "What the hell is going on?" We are going to do our best to explain it to you guys. But first, Woody Durham. All right, it is Monday night. We just got done watching Baylor beat Oklahoma, their, their first game. Actually, it's their second game. I don't know why this was getting uh, uh, released as, as a little factoid. People were saying this is the first time Baylor's been ranked number one. I saw that going around. It's not. They were ranked number one for a week in 2017, mm-hmm. and they lost. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they lost the number one ranking. They were ranked number one this week. Uh, they almost lost to Oklahoma, but not really. They let Oklahoma stick around. We'll talk about that in a second. You, you, you've, you've been... Um, this is kind of frustrating because the Pac-12 update, for those of you that are new to the program, just You always in, say that I'm yeah. chomping at the bit. And again, the bit is that... You are. Ohio State, I North see the Carolina way your eyes lit played, up. They played basketball early in the year. We made a bet, mm-hmm. the two of us. Your alma mater, Ohio State. My alma mater, North Carolina. They played each other. 
Whoever lost had the duty, and I will say it as a duty, uh, mm-hmm. to deliver the Pac-12 update because the rule of this podcast is anything west of the Mississippi does not matter. Um, <laughs> and I don't mean that Sorry, in anything fans. other than basketball. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I guess the rest of it, I'm sure good things are happening. Basketball. I don't want to divide this matter. country too much. It's a, it's a well, very... Well, let's divide it. It's a very, like, <laughs> there's east of the Mississippi and west of the Mississippi when it comes to basketball. <laughs> um, usually, but not this year. And I think that's what's so exciting because at the time when North Carolina lost by 25, I said to myself, what was me? How will yeah. I survive? I don't mm-hmm. want to deal with the Pac-12. I don't want to watch Pac-12 basketball. And then come to find out, Pac-12 basketball may be better than... Is it the best conference in the country? Anything <laughs> east of the Mississippi this year. It's um, certainly better than the ACC. Especially with the Blue Bloods. Yeah, yeah, the ACC is basically null and void at this point. So speaking of the Pac-12 update, let's get right into it. Okay. Pac-12 update, the first fact we got to throw out is Oregon is the best team in the Pac-12. I repeat, Oregon... Are they? Yes. The team that just lost to Washington yes, State. Yes, okay. is, okay. is the best team okay. in the Pac-12. Okay, stay your case. Again, okay. Kyle Smith, coach of Washington State, the Cougs. Kyle Smith, great coach. We did learn that in our original Pac-12 update, but back to Oregon. Peyton Pritchard, we said the last podcast, mm-hmm. National Player of the Year. He hits some big shots in this game. They win 64-61, to not against, you know, not, not about the first game we're talking about. No, we're not talking about yeah, Washington State. We're talking about Washington. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We're talking about Washington. Again, I should say, if you're new to the program, Tate, his Pac-12 updates, he does like to jump around. you gotta, you got to stay sharp. Well, it's an all, it's an all in, you know, it's an yeah. inclusive update. No, you're the Bill Walton. Yeah. We, we've we've Look, established this. We're yes, going to go ahead. to the real update. It's going to start with Kyle Smith and the Washington Cougars. Okay, but go first, ahead. let's start with Peyton Pritchard quickly. <laughs> and again, if you're confused, that's the Pac-12 update. Because again, I'm just figuring it out. I don't know why these games are happening. I'm confused. Peyton Pritchard hits the shot. He is now the National Player of the Year frontrunner, right? He hits two shots. Don't yes. sleep on the one with like a minute left that he shot from basically like It was 54-51. to 51. He hits that yeah. one. They end up winning the game 64-61. to 61. Do mm. the math. Ten points yeah. later, yeah. a win. Right. Uh, but Peyton Pritchard now, America wants him to be the National Player of the Year. Yep. He wants to you know, kind of fit the mold of the, the gritty guard that everyone loves. Very craft-like. Very yep. craft-like. Aaron Craft, TJ McConnell is mm. another a guy mm. who lost out on a Pac-12 Player of the Year to, to Joe Young. I thought TJ McConnell should have won it that year. Mm-hmm. He did not. Um, he did not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Peyton Pritchard, I, I agree with you. I think he's National Player of the Year. I think for me, it's him, Obi Toppin. Um, who else would be on there? Uh, uh, I think Luka. Miles Powell. Is like what he's done this past week has my attention. There's your Big East update. Yeah, Big East. There we go. Talking about the Big East. I think Miles Powell has to be up there. I I love Devon Dotson. Um, but I I uh I don't know the the hip thing. I I, I'm worried about this. We could talk about this maybe a little bit later. I had I had a conspiracy about this that I'm proven to. So like again, the Pac-12 updated. But Luca Garza, yeah, for anything. sure. Yeah, 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 you can go anywhere with the Pac-12. Luca Garza for sure is on that list. But yeah, Peyton Pritchard's my pick. Okay. Peyton Pritchard's Peyton my Pritchard pick right pick. now. Yeah, yeah. Let's just go ahead and get that washed okay. over. Oregon top team in the Pac-12, in my opinion. Okay. That's the Pac-12 update. Peyton Pritchard top player in the Pac-12 and maybe in the country. We'll see about that. Now let's get to where we need to go, which is Washington State and the Cougars. So Washington State coming into the season, a lot of people were saying, "Who is Kyle Smith?" And by a lot of people, I mean me. Mm-hmm. Who is Kyle? It, Smith? I'm literally saying it right now. Is he is he the coach of Washington? Yes, State? Okay. he is the cool. head coach. And cool. We needed that to be fact checked, mm-hmm. but again, true. And what happened uh, with Washington State is that Clay Thompson. I don't know if you know who that mm-hmm. is, but he plays for the Washington, or he used to play for the Washington Cougars, but mm-hmm. obviously plays with the Warriors now. He comes and he gets his jersey retired with Stephen Curry, with Zaza Pachulia, with Kyle Smith coaching the Washington Cougars. And the Cougars play out of their mind. Does Clay Thompson know who Kyle Smith is? No, absolutely <laughs> not. But the interesting part, and this is what the update is, Clay Thompson comes home uh-huh. to Pullum. This is home to him. This is Pullum? Pullum? How do you say it? Pullum? <laughs> Fulham? Whatever the hell they are. You know what it is. I love this. This is my favorite this, segment This ever. is why the Pac-12 update is a chore. Because I'm like, one, never been there. Two, not going to go. 
But here we are. We're in Washington State, and I guess Clay Thompson's uh, up there. He has three coaches in his yeah. montage video, which is very interesting to me, right? Yeah. So when Clay Thompson was at Washington State, obviously Tony Bennett, who is now Virginia, was his coach his first year, and then he leaves him. Mm-hmm. He leaves him at the altar. He says, I don't care about you or Michael Thompson, the Lakers, or all your history. I'm going to Virginia. Mm-hmm. I'm getting away from the West Coast. I'm going east of the Mississippi. That's where real basketball is played. I'm pretty sure that was a quote. I can't remember. He has a video of three coaches. The first coach that pops on the screen. Again, this is Clay Thompson, who played at Washington State for Kim Bone. First person that pops up in the video, Mike Krzyzewski. <laughs> what? Coach Wait, what? K, why is he in the video? We don't know. But apparently, USA Basketball, he can do anything. Did, uh, so he's, Did he's Clay the, Thompson beat yes. Coach K? In the, is this like a Dylan Brooks situation where no. he's now giving a speech? No. Of like, no. like, yeah. 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 How Actually, dare you? you are a great yeah. player. Yeah. I'm sorry <laughs> for saying you were a, a, pure, like a bad sport or whatever. Anyways, Coach K pops up, and you're kind of saying... Uh, interesting. Next up, mm-hmm. Tony Bennett, that coach that left him. And you're like, what is this Clay Thompson weird story? Steve Kerr rounds it out. So these are the three coaches that have like basically been so infectious and make Clay Thompson love basketball. Yeah. None of those guys really had anything to do with Clay Thompson's time at like, Washington. Yeah, State. like blowing up and becoming <laughs> Clay, Clay Thompson. Yeah. So I have to say, Ken Bone, can we pour one out? That's the Pac yeah. 12 update. Poor Ken Bone can't even get And we video. should mention uh, a lot of people listen to the show that don't necessarily follow college basketball closely. Mm-hmm. It is not the same not Ken, that Bone Ken Bone that uh, was at the debates. Um, no. And then, that asked uh, the question. Yeah. I don't even know what he asked. Or yeah, I don't remember. He, he just was wearing like the red sweat. Yeah, but then a didn't he get? Meme. He got. Uh, he got the milkshake duck treatment, right? Like oh. where he like people like found I out. Like, thought you were gonna say that he did like a parody video of milkshake. No, no, no. Like, like remember, what? remember, because like didn't he? Didn't we like find out like like I don't know like immediately everyone everyone you know how the internet works they're like we got to find out everything there is to know about this guy yes. and then we're like oh wow he's not. <laughs> yeah, it was just it's like not me. perfect. Yeah, it was just I forget me. what it was. I didn't figure out what's going on with Clay Thompson. I'm like, who is his coach <laughs> in reality? And it was not. Kinbone. It was not that Kinbone. It was the other Kinbone, who's now uh, at Pepperdine, I believe. Yes, right the, on staff with uh, Lorenzo head coach yeah, Pepperdine. Yeah. Congratulations to Kinbone. Maybe uh, he was tied up. Maybe he was like at the beach that day. They asked him to do the video. He's, he's like, like, I'm, I'm, I'm in Malibu. Next up, Stanford loses their first game in the Pac-12. Pretty interesting. They were up 21 points against USC. I repeat, they were up 21 points. Lost that game. Those are technically the top two teams in the Pac-12, I believe. Mm-hmm. I did I did a little research coming into oh, this. Okay. I I uh, I didn't I, I hate that like every time we do a Pac-12 update, you know so much, such as like Washington State is located in Pullum, uh, Massa- <laughs> Massachusetts. So I almost said Massachusetts, Washington. Yes. Um, that I, I fell out of the loop, so I decided I was going to do a little research. So like three minutes before we started recording, I googled mm-hmm. Pac-12 standings, and it turns out USC and Stanford are actually tied for first right now. That's Which interesting. is interesting because yeah. another part of this Pac-12 update is we went to the UCLA-USC game, and mm-hmm. this is back-to-back years that we've been at this game. Last year, Jalen Hands had a big three in that game to win the game, yeah. and UCLA fans are going crazy. Right. They're saying, it's a new era. We're back, baby. Josh Rosen's courtside. Josh Rosen's losing his money. He's like, I'm going to have a great year. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to kill For it. the Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, yes. I'm, I'm going to lead this team. No way. They won't lean on me to be a superstar. Anyways, Josh Rosen's back at this game the other night, uh, or a random Wednesday night. We see UCLA struggling in that game. USC actually showed some promise, and like you said, they're the top of the Pac-12. So there congratulations to Andy Infield. Congratulations. Hang signs. the banner. And four the, and one in the in the Pac-12 right now. <laughs> four and one, you're killing it. The final uh, little notch here we have the Pac-12 update. San Diego State uh, again, not in the Pac-12. <laughs> I understand what you're saying, but again, anything west of the Mississippi, we're going to go ahead and say is in the Pac-12 at this point. So 19 and 0, not the first team to get to 20 wins in the country. That was another Pac-12 team, Gonzaga. Um, <laughs> But San Diego State stays undefeated. Uh, everyone's very excited about Steve Fisher and what he's doing with this program. Did you a lot s- of upside did there. You st- 
You just, just kidding. You just pissed just kidding, off. Dodger. You just pissed off so many. I love I that this is our like yeah. first show on Fox. Like how yes. many people are like tuning in? Like, this guy like, doesn't know I'm anything. Try out, I'm gonna try out this new college basketball <laughs> show on Fox. Let's see what these kids have to say. <laughs> San Diego State undefeated. Congratulations. Um, love the Aztecs. So, uh, did you see that there is a San Diego State has a sister Jean candidate? I don't know if you saw this. Did you see this? <laughs> I, you hear about this? No. Uh, there's an old lady that was holding up a sign that says "What it do, baby." Mm. And um, she was, uh, it was. I saw this being passed around the internet. People were losing their minds because uh, it was. See, see, the joke here is that she Kawhi is. Leonard. She is rather old, and mm-hmm. she's using um, language that like a young person would typically yes. use. So mm-hmm. it's like it's like, whoa, that doesn't add up. Okay, but um, yeah. <laughs> she's just holding up a sign that said, "Okay." <laughs> yeah, yeah. Be, she was uh, an Oklahoma game. But no, she she's been dubbed like a sister gene candidate. San Diego State is rolling. I, I, I San Diego State fans are having the time of their life with this i see that they're like really into um there's this other thing there's this thing on reddit where they do like the last undefeated team with like the map um and it's like whoever's the the, the closest what is it like the closest county to like the undefeated team I, I it makes no sense but uh i do not get on reddit anymore yeah i'm out basically like i read it as teams lose you start to take up more land if you're still undefeated mm-hmm. and now san diego state's the last team and like apparently the san diego state fans and the, the coach brian dutcher they're all like really into this map they're all really into being undefeated. Um, and the the toughest part of their schedule is out of the way. So they might actually run the table, Tate. It could happen. They're not it gonna win the, I, they're not gonna win the national championship. But my fear is like they lose one game. I, I it's all set up though to like where San Diego State loses one game and they fall from like rank third in the country mm-hmm. to like twenty first. Mm-hmm. That's gonna because I think all the people voting for San Diego State really don't want to. Ken Palm doesn't love them. Um they haven't played like when Auburn was the undefeated, Auburn just lost two in a row this mm-hmm. week. Um but when it was those two that were undefeated, uh, Auburn's schedule was like much, much worse. So I think like everyone diverted their attention to Auburn, and they they took all the crap because they were just like, Auburn's played nobody. Let's rip on Auburn. Now that Auburn's lost, it's like now we have to tear down San Diego State. They actually haven't played that hard of a schedule, but they have. They have some good wins. They have some good wins. But I'm worried that I'm worried that as soon as they lose, it's just going to be like, all right, we're done. Get them out of my face. I never want to see them again. I do remember the last podcast that we did was uh, Harry uh, of Against All Odds came on our podcast, and he was talking about the Utah State uh, Aggies that were going to go in and upset the Aztecs. Um, mm-hmm. And he said that uh, I can't remember who it was, but the person Malachi that he, Flynn, Malachi yeah. Flynn, yeah, who yeah. plays for San Diego State, was going to be the difference in this game for Utah State to win. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, that did not work out, but that was the last. That was the last time I bought I, into that. By the way, the, I did too. The wheels I didn't know that he had transferred. The wheels have completely fallen off for Utah yes. State. Utah State was supposed to be pretty good, and they're uh, they're definitely not right now. So it wasn't that at the time. It wasn't like the worst idea. You the mentioned world, but, San um, Diego State going undefeated, which yeah. comes to like a larger question, which is like last year. A lot of good teams. We enjoyed watching college basketball last year. Is there any team from last year that could maybe be a six seed, seven seed in the tournament last year that could be undefeated this year, considering the fact that college basketball is so terrible? That's where we are. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah. I mean, this, I mean so, this is not a great year. Let's have a bigger discussion about this. College basketball, is it terrible? Um, are the te- like what, what do you mean by college basketball is terrible? Mm-hmm. I know what you kind of mean, but I want to like flesh this out because mm-hmm. I think this is this is a talking point. This certainly has been all season. There are no if great Rutgers teams. Rutgers is ranked <laughs> in the top twenty-five. It is not a great year, and Rutgers again ranked in the top so twenty-five saying, for the first time since nineteen seventy-nine. You're saying North Carolina being a dead last in the ACC is even worse yeah. than, it, than the normal because <laughs> we are not bringing that up. What are you talking about? That's like saying Ohio State is twelfth. Hold the on. Big 10. Okay, listen, the, John Rothstein. <laughs> We love John to death. Yes, um, yes. We're going to his wedding, come hell or high water, <laughs> whether we're invited or not. We will be at that wedding, John, if you're listening. Um, tweeted out today, came out mm. our throats, Tate, tweeted that North Carolina is currently 
dead last in the ACC by themselves. Ohio State is 12th in the Big Ten, mm-hmm. um, a conference called the Big Ten. They're mm-hmm. currently in 12th place. Uh, <laughs> I don't know why you felt the need to tweet this. It is obviously a personal attack. Mm-hmm. He, he tweeted it just so you and I would, would go at each other's throats, so there would be trouble in paradise. He knew this was the first show we were going to do together. Um, John, no. Why? Why Not like this, John. That's all I want to say. I, I thought we were friends. I thought we were close. I find it very interesting, too, because on Friday we announced, you know, that we were going to yeah. be doing our podcast. We're going to have video. We're going to be a Fox. It's going to be a great thing. And he sends a nice text, like the classic Ross mm-hmm. team. Basically, good luck. Good luck. Yeah. It's yeah. like he, like he texts all the coaches on their yeah. first day. It's good. It's, it's our be, first day. He's like, good luck. Yeah. Good luck. You guys, yeah. will, you guys will be amazing. And he also asked to come on the show. And I was like, yeah, of course. We would love to have you on the show. I don't know about that now. Dude, he cheats on us with part of my take all the time. I'm calling John out. He called my team out. I'm going to call him out. First of all, John, you went to Ithaca College. Where the hell is Ithaca ranked? No one knows. Yeah, I'm waiting, John. Are they making the tournament this year? No. No. Never heard of them. Uh, Number two... My man is cheating on us with part of my take. Uh, he, I, w- I think that was number one and number, <laughs> I'll, I'll say number it again. two. I'll say it again. <laughs> um, yeah, I, 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 you know, he, he was, he was ours, and then, mm. and then part of my take sunk their teeth into him, and now he, he's obviously they have a bigger audience, so like everyone, you know, he, he his, his Twitter followers blow up when, <laughs> when he goes on their show. So he's got. Merch. I guess it's a business decision. That, yeah. that was what he would say to us. He's like, it's, it's not personal, it's just business. But, but again, we're not going to talk about anyway. North Carolina or Ohio State. We're, we're going to talk about the fact that college basketball at large. Is Horrible. It's disappointing. Yes. Yeah. So what do you mean by that? It, I mean, uh, like, what is one team this year that you could say that team has a real chance to run the table? Yeah. Oh, yeah. San Diego but, State. So, okay. so the flip side of this, what yes. people would say, is that that's actually good for the sport because... Mm-hmm. Parity. Parity. We have mm-hmm. seven number ones this year. It's the first time that's happened. This, this is a big year for first time since. You know, mm-hmm. we, the, yes. those those three words uh, are, are if, you, if you're running like a college basketball social media account, you just have first time since, like locked and loaded to... Um, I'll, give you, I'll give you your first time since stat okay. of the day. Here we go. Seven top 25 teams in the AP poll lost, including three of the top five. Six were beat by double digits by unranked opponents, which according to ESPN stats, never happened in the same day in the history of the AP poll, and that's going back to 1948-1949. Mm. Mm. Since 1948. That was Coach K's third year. At Duke. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a big year for him. Wow. Um, we have, like, Baylor. Uh, it's their first time being ranked number one since mm-hmm. the last time. <laughs> that's, that's pretty crazy. Uh, we have... Uh, 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 what's another first? Florida State is in the top five for the first time since 1973. Seton Hall is the top ten for the first time since 1993. Dayton is the top ten for the first time since 1967. Tate. Mm-hmm. Rutgers is ranked for the first time since 19, I think 79. I have written 79. Yeah, 79. Mm-hmm. Um, so a lot of firsts. Is that not good for the sport, Tate? Are you saying this is bad? Are you saying the fans of all these teams should not be happy? Are you trying to steal their happiness? Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, I think. We are happy, I'm sure, but it's usually because there's been everyone is so bad that teams like Rutgers can make a run this year. But then when you look at a team like Wichita State and Greg Marshall, and you know, a couple of weeks ago, I was saying to myself, "Oh, that's a that's a nice team, you know, a little yeah. a little bit on the back burner, not a lot of people talking about them, and they, you know, lay an egg." And I think that's the problem with this year. Every single time you get a team that you're like, Kansas yeah. is the best team in college basketball, of course they lay an. I'll egg. say this, man, as a guy who uh, I've been doing this for about ten years now. Uh, creating content about college basketball <laughs> and I'm, I'm paid to like have opinions on this stuff uh it is nice to, you want to have like two or three teams at least that you can hang your hat on and be like you know it, it's chaos everything's chaos but like i can point mm-hmm. to those teams and say like they're good and they're i you because know, what's about to happen tate you know this our lives are about to be turned upside down people here in about a month and a half are just going to come to us and be like can you help me with my bracket mm-hmm. tell me who to pick and I'll say, well, let's talk this out. So here's the thing. And I'll, I'll start like a big monologue about how 
There's a lot of parody. There's and they'll just say, "Shut the hell up! Mm-hmm. Tell me who's going to win the NCAA tournament." That's mm-hmm. all I care about. Mm-hmm. I don't want to hear you talk. Duke anymore. or Kentucky? Yeah, Duke or Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Tell me who to pick. Mm-hmm. And then we're not going to pick the winner because I I used all my luck up last year, believing in Virginia. Um, I, I used up all my luck in 2017, relying right, on Carolina. Yeah, Carolina. Mm-hmm. It's it's not going to go well for us. Uh, and 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 I'm really worried about that. But it is a fun season. Like I I, I will say though, like you do want that. You want like the top teams. It's like if if we're at Fox now, so I'm contractually obligated to talk about the WWE contract that Fox has. So uh, I'm going to make a wrestling reference. Okay. Please. Um, if you're like booking a wrestling show, a pay per view, you don't want like you want like two. You you want the guy who's unbeatable. To then, when he loses, it's it's a big it's a big deal, you know. Like when Brock Lesnar beats the Undertaker at WrestleMania, it's a big deal because Undertaker never loses. You don't want like a bunch of middle card guys that like you've seen lose a bunch. You understand what I'm saying? Yes. We need like two or three unbeatable mm-hmm. teams that like everyone's looking at. Like who the hell is going to beat them? We need the Zion Williamson Duke team from last year. Mm-hmm. Um, which back to your original question, who 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 could go undefeated this year? Was that the question? Yes. And or who would, could win the national championship? Yeah, I was going to say 30 of the teams in the tournament last year. Probably. <laughs> Half the field. I mean, uh, so let, let's go through it. We have Duke definitely would have mm-hmm. won the national, could have gone undefeated. If this, if, if, so you're saying like let's last year. Let's start with the team, actual national champions. Let's go. Virginia, Virginia would could go win to, the national championship this year. Virginia would have won the yes. national championship yes. this year if uh-huh. they came back. Duke would. Duke would. Of course. That's two. Texas Tech. Texas Tech would. Auburn. Michigan State. Purdue. Oh, you're putting Purdue on the list. Yeah, I'm putting Purdue on the list. Gonzaga, I'm, I'm going to keep going. North Carolina, Kentucky, Gonzaga. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everyone. Baylor. <laughs> Baylor was a 9 seed. They could have won it. They, they probably won it this year. And that's where we are. <laughs> I think we... Uh, we missed we, Makai Mason. We got a little out of control, but I think you're right, though. Like I honestly do think that... like Taco ten, Fall and if you took If you took 10 teams from last year, the top 10 teams, mm-hmm. um, and just transported them to this season, they would be Here's the top the 10 teams this season as well. Will Wade... Having paid three hundred thousand dollars for Nas Reed, <laughs> allegedly, allegedly, could LSU win the title this year? With yes, one hundred percent. Yes, yeah, yeah, they absolutely could. One but year away, will we? So that's not a good thing to you. Mm-hmm. That's that's a bad thing because um, yeah, it's not we, necessarily we want to, a bad thing. Yeah. It's a, it's just a, I guess it's a sad thing more than anything. I, I want to have a good team to pull for and say that's the team, that's the one. That's well, why can't win it all. why can't it be Dayton? Dayton is probably the only team that checks those boxes, but we've seen Dayton lose to a Kansas, so it's hard. Do they lose one game or out on them? Yeah. Is that all it takes? That's all it takes. <laughs> Welcome to Twitter. Welcome to America. Welcome to fans. This is what they do. Um last thing they saw. So uh so who who do you think right now? Because like we said, there are a lot of a lot of these programs um are are having a first time since thing. Like if we were to make a list of the programs we we did this on a show like a month ago, I want to say. Um and the list was very short of, mm-hmm. of fans who were looking at their team, looking at their their standing looking at their and, jobs. And they're saying Wow, this is awesome. Things are going really well for us right now. I'm very satisfied with the direction of everything. Mm-hmm. Um, and not like the everything is fine, the house is burning up around you. So I, I, I made my list, and, okay. and, and tell Please. me if you disagree. So my list of fan bases that like their team and like where they're at right now mm-hmm. is Baylor is number one in the country. They have to be the, – the Baylor fans have to like that. They just won in Fog Island Field for the first time ever. ever. Certainly ever under Scott Drew. I can't remember if it was the first mm-hmm. time in Premier history, but it was certainly the first time in a very long time. Um and they're the number one team in the country. Baylor, Baylor has to be on there. Gonzaga, I think um, Gonzaga fans are smart. They're not. They're not. They're the top blue blood right now. Yeah. So they're just happy to be here. They are. Like I think I don't think Gonzaga fans are happy with their team in the sense that I think like most Gonzaga fans realize uh, that this team is not nearly as good as last year's team was. Mm-hmm. But I think they're happy in the sense that obviously Gonzaga has never won a national title. That would be a big deal. That's the one thing missing in the the ascension of Gonzaga basketball these last twenty five years. Um, and they look at the landscape and they're like, "This is as good of year as any that we could win." 
So I think in that regard, they're happy. But otherwise, like you actually watch. I don't think like Gonzaga fans are watching this team and they're like, no. man, this is so fun. This is I not think the Karnowski year or, or, even just or Brandon, Brandon Clark, Clark, like dunk yeah. on everybody. Yeah, I think I think they would prefer that. But I'll put them on the <laughs> list. San Diego State, obviously, I think they are having the most fun. I think San Diego State, obviously, they're undefeated. But I think San Diego State is number one. All those bros in San Diego, they're just. Yeah, yeah. Pacific Beach is not safe. Yeah, uh, when the Aztecs are playing, yeah, yeah, for sure. And we should say this: I mean, San Diego State. We are West Coast biased. We are in Los Angeles, so we hear a lot about San Diego State, yep. probably more than the rest of the country. So I do feel like a little bit slighted. You know, they've been a little bit slighted because Kim Palm does the whole like however many unbeaten teams remaining. We've done the whole list. San Diego State is last. Mm-hmm. You just read the comments. I mean, people. It's they all a like, joke yeah. now. They're all they're all making jokes at San Diego State's suspense. So if they could actually make a full run at the Final Four, if it's I think Gonzaga, can you imagine Gonzaga's San Diego State title game <laughs> with the rest of America? Two yeah. mid majors from the West Coast. Oh god, the NCAA takes the title. Yeah, right? there's like nah, not this year. We're just gonna take the year off. We don't want to do this. It's a new decade. Uh, they bring back the third place game and then they turn that into the actual title game. Yeah. You get a bronze. Like trophy. San Diego State beats Kansas and mm. and and Gonzaga beats Duke in the Final Four, and they're like, eh. Yeah, well, well the yeah. third place game is the new title. Yeah, good luck. Um, I have Dayton on the list. Mm-hmm. Dayton is sixteen and two. They have Obi Toppin, who uh, certainly Peyton Pritchard's not the the favorite for national player of the year. Obi Toppin has to be, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Um, they just won at St. Louis, which is apparently a rivalry game. I wasn't aware of this. Uh, there, there's some, some sort of name for it. yeah. Uh, there's some sort of name for it, but I, <laughs> I forget what it was. Jalen Crutcher hits the three at yes. the buzzer. They were down like I think twelve or something with like seven minutes left. I was watching the game. It was crazy. Um, great comeback. Uh, but Dayton, Dayton's got it rolling. Like Dayton, the the easiest way I found to get like likes and retweets on uh, on Twitter right now is just say Dayton basketball and put like a thumbs up and yeah, boom, you get four hundred likes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're all in the back and it's frequent yeah. flyers and yeah, they the flyers, like, yeah, they the flyers like. fans are loving it. Mm-hmm. I think we have to throw Seton Hall into the mix. Um, Seton Hall just won at Butler. They are in the top ten for the first time since ninety three. Like I said, Miles Powell is playing out of his mind. Uh, if they feel like if if you just catch Seton Hall like the wrong time and you turn on a game, and you're not really paying that much attention. They can feel gimmicky in the sense that Miles Powell will shoot from 40 feet away. Mm-hmm. And like if you're not paying attention, you think, oh, so this team just wins because that kid just jacks threes. and The jimmer. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's not the case. Mm-hmm. They play great defense. They, 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 they really, really get after They They like completely shut down Butler. Um, and then Miles Powell, yeah, I mean, he does – Take a lot of dumb shots, but a lot of them go in. So who cares? Yeah, um, don't worry about it. But they got—they're—they're they're a great Kimba candidate team. Yeah. Right. Like yeah. they play great D, and they got Miles Powell. Every single guy that we name could be the Kimba candidate, other than Obi Toppin. We talk about National Player of the Year. It's like yeah, all yeah. these guards that could be the one that. Yeah, I mean the know, the recipe is you lock up, and then you have one guy that just like I'll just make everything. Mm-hmm. Why don't you just just you give just me the ball? That. I'll just it's make easy. it. Yeah. How hard is it? Come on. Um, and then I have the other two teams I have on my list are Florida State. Uh, yes. quietly, yes, very quietly, yes, a top five team. They're on like a fifteen game winning streak. Leonard, Ham- thir- Leonard Hamilton nine game winning streak. I'm yeah. sorry, I got that wrong. Baylor's on the fifteen game winning streak. Uh, uh, Florida's on a nine game winning streak. They beat Louisville at Louisville by thirteen. Mm-hmm. Um, their last loss was in Assembly Hall for the ACC Big Ten Challenge. They got a good thing rolling. They're sit atop the ACC standings. Um, so I had them, and then and then my last one was Rutgers. Who's ranked for the first? I mean, obviously, Rutgers. God, are. family, and Rutgers basketball. Your family, your religion, mm-hmm. your family, <laughs> your religion, and Rutgers basketball. How many times have you heard that? Uh, Florida State. I got to get back to that because okay, Leonard Hamilton. Uh, first of all, the ACC is terrible. We just we already talked about this. Probably four or five teams mm-hmm. are going to make the tournament. The best four team or five. Eight. You're getting bold with five. Five I, would be nice. I think three. 
three sounds about right. Uh, Leonard Hamilton. Uh, like or I maybe said, we'll throw NC State a bone. They just beat Virginia. Maybe that was for the four spot today. It was the NC State Virginia game and NC State won? Uh, Congratulations, there, NC there State. Yeah, you did go. it. You're gonna make the tournament. Uh, Leonard Hamilton. We remember after the Michigan game a few years back, uh, 2018. He loses in the Elite Eight, and Dana well, asked him after the game, well, you know, why he didn't well, foul, why you're not using more time. Well, well, and uh, what, yes, what are you talking about? Made then? all those voices, did yeah. all that, and he was shook, and he yeah. didn't know really what to say. Yeah, yeah. And at the time, I was thinking to myself, well, you know, what best case scenario? A lot of things fall their way, and they go to overtime. That's not a guarantee. Leonard Hamilton's probably like, whatever. They had a dinner reservation. Like, how? I mean, come on, the guy's got a life outside of basketball. So yeah. I let it go. All okay. right, I'm like, they might just not be good in overtime, but they win in overtime uh, this weekend. And then I get this stat thrown up at, uh, at us, and it goes: Florida State has won nine straight overtime games. Like they're the kings of overtime. Like really? If, if Florida, if so Leonard, like the last game they lost was literally that that if, game. If that, Leonard Hamilton goes to overtime, he's like, I will win. Uh, and and so just you know putting it a full picture of what this Florida State team is. Yes, I think they're the best team in the ACC. But also yes, they have a tendency to maybe you know do some not so smart things at the end of games and throw games away and mm-hmm. can't really bet on them or believe in them. But they are the best team. In the you ACC. love uh, uh, Leonard Hamilton's Twitter account too. Oh, I love yeah, Coach Ham. He's, Ham it he's up. great. He's got a great Twitter account. Um, I don't actually follow him, which is funny, but uh, I, t- I do know he has a great Twitter account. He used to follow me. He unfollowed me. Um, so, dude, would, would you add any other teams to that list that I just gave you? Yes. Is there anyone else? That Illinois. Illinois? Okay. I All think... Right. I don't even know if Illinois... I don't know many many Illinois fans, honestly. I do. I, um, okay. I do. Oh, I, yeah, yeah, see, yeah, most of the people yeah. I see are just people that tweet about Illinois. They love Underwood. They yep. love Brad Underwood. And they love just that no one is talking about them. They barely beat Northwestern, so we can't really say... <laughs> They're as ecstatic as they should be, I guess. The Big but, Ten's but historically kinda, deep. Yeah. I don't know if you heard about this. Uh, <laughs> They're making a run, though, yeah. to be at the top of the Big Ten. So maybe Illinois fans. It's been a it's been a uh, a really rough go for Illinois fans, basically since 05, since the buzzer sounded in 05. They had like a half second there um, with like the Dimitri McKamey era mm-hmm. where it was like they might be – John, like John Gross first got the mm-hmm. job and it was like maybe, maybe sort of. Um, or was that still Bruce Weber? The end of the Bruce. I like think basically the end of Bruce, towards yeah. the end of Bruce, <laughs> beginning of John Gross. Like John Gross, I remember like his first. They got screwed. I want to say Miami in the NCAA tournament. Mm-hmm. They should have beat Miami and like they got screwed on a call with Larry or something. Or something yeah, like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but other than that, like that's the high. Like the fact that we can't remember it is not not great. You know what I mean? Like if like most teams, if you ask me like what's a high moment for Kansas, for example, I could tell you a few. You asked me what the high moment for Illinois is. I say, wasn't there that one time against Miami? I want to say it was Miami. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, if you asked me about high moments of Maryland, I would say, oh, yeah, like when Juan Dixon and Steve Blake and Lonnie Baxter and yeah, Chris like, Wilcox that, like, won that title. Four or five years ago? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just had to point out, you talked about the most excited fans. I got to say the most de- demoralized fans. And yeah. This is ongoing since they left the ACC. I mean, it has to be Maryland. Mm-hmm. And I say this because Maryland is the classic team that – they can't win a tr- uh, true road game ever. Like they just <laughs> are terrible. And but they have this streak that every time I watch Maryland, they're playing at home and they somehow win these cheap games at home. And then they have these like you talked about the little first time, and it's like Maryland's won eleven straight games at home. And I'm like, come on, Turgeon, just win on the road once, please, please get an AP vote from Graham Couch, mm-hmm. earn that vote. Do so we, Maryland demoralized. Maryland uh, continually demoralized. It, it, it's it's just the just got to point that it, out. They're on the Texas fans continually. Demoralized. Oh my god! We just watched well, I mean, Smart lose by fifty points. I think Texas fans see the light at the end of the tunnel after tonight. Uh, <laughs> what it's, is that? Shaka is not long for this world <laughs> in, in Austin, Texas. I think that is. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I, I, I the problem with Maryland is that they find themselves in the the purgatory that you don't mm. want to be in. The cycle of like 
Turgeon just enough. Turgeon gets them ranked high, then they mm. disappoint, but then they're like, was it really disappointing? And now the fan base is arguing of like, who are we going to get better for the job? Mm-hmm. Um, and and like the old heads are like, are you crazy? Do you know? Read a history book. We're Maryland basketball, and the younger mm. guys are like, I don't know. I have fun at the games. <laughs> I kind of like this, and like, like it's, it, that's the worst spot to be in as mm. a as a college basketball program. So at least Texas is like, all right. So I I, I think we're. We're, we're nearing the end of the I've show. I've got an idea. Yet. And this guy, anytime an Under Armour job comes up, it's the mm-hmm. first name that pops in my head. Oh, Mike Bray to yes. Maryland. <laughs> Send him to Maryland. I mean, Mike Bray, he fixes Maryland. We need a running list. Can we get this in the studio? I want to get a list of uh, all the jobs. That Mike Bray should Mike Bray. take. <laughs> yeah, he's taken. Just have a BCU, list BCU, Mike Bray. Who, who is, uh, yeah. <laughs> Make <laughs> Richmond BCU great again. Mike Bray will come. Mike Bray's ready, too. That's what I have to say. Mike Bray's always ready to go. He's got to get out of the ACC. The great thing about being the loosest coach in America and, and, be, and having the media on your side and being awesome is that uh, Notre Dame is is horrible this year. Mm. In fact, they're so bad, I don't even it's know how bad It's called purposeful they are. deceit, Mike yeah, Titus. Yeah, but like it, he, he's, he's doing a good job of, of flying under the radar. Like, I have no idea how bad Notre Dame is. If, if you mm. Seriously, I want you to do this right now. Do you have an internet connection? Yes, I do. Pull up Notre Dame's record. Okay. Um, I'm going to guess Notre off the top Dame of my basketball. head. Notre Dame basketball, okay. Tell me how many games they played. All right, all right, all right. Ele- oh, well, uh, do I tell you the record? Yeah. Okay, they're 11-6. and six. Oh, <laughs> I was going to guess how many games they played. <laughs> I want you to tell me how many games they played. But okay, well, okay. yeah, I would not. I, yeah, I would not have guessed that. I think I would, that's a pretty good record. I would have guessed like eight or nine, probably. But the point is, so I have no Georgia idea Tech has played seventeen. Who's their games? best win? What is their record? Because they're better. Georgia than, Tech has played, Georgia Tech 17, has played seventeen games. Georgia Tech has played seventeen games. How many wins do they have? They're uh, uh, they beat North Carolina by. They're right? they're nine and eight. For sure, eight and nine. Oh, yeah, there you go. <laughs> there you go. Come on, Pastor, get over five. Um, did we wrap up the Pac-12 update? Are we still going? No, we're still going. <laughs> this is the Pac-12 update, and this is how again you didn't, it's expansive. You didn't mention uh, the UCLA Cal game. Yes, the uh, where Cal the, the score was like someone sent me a screenshot on Twitter and said I can't wait for you guys to talk about. It. That's why I want to make sure we got to this. Uh, I'm pretty sure Cal had like 27 points. It, the score is like 40 to 27 mm-hmm. with like two minutes left in the game or something. It ended up being. What what was the final score? Fifty to forty, I yes. think. Yeah, Cal got hot at the end. Don't let Cal get. They, they didn't lose. They ran out of time. Mm-hmm. They were getting hot. Mm-hmm. That game goes into overtime. They have five more minutes. My God, they might have scored fifty five even. But um, to put up fifty I can't points in a game that. and yeah. win, to to play a forty minute game and to score fifty points and then to win that game, that is Pac twelve basketball of the past of of what I know. You know, to be the Pac twelve yeah. update. So that's what I would say. I should have started with that. I should. You really should. This is like a because that was the. Pac-12 game. That was the idea of this is why I'm upset and why I say you're always like chomping at the bit to do this because the whole point of like Ohio State beating North Carolina by 25 in the Dean Dome was that you are now supposed to be punished. You're now supposed to watch the UCLA Cal mm-hmm. game as they can't make anything mm-hmm. as as or watch you know USC come back from being down 21 points right. at Stanford. I did watch that game. Well, see, those are the two best teams. I want mm-hmm. you. I want you to suffer. That's mm-hmm. the whole point. And now. The Pac-12 might have the best player in the country out there, and mm. there's like fun stuff going on. And and Washington's a fun team, but then Washington also mm. like loses to Cal. It, Washington lost to both of those teams, by the way, Cal and UCLA. That's rough. That's not great. Um, That's the Pac-12. But they're great. They like Washington has the best pro prospect in the in the uh, Pac-12. And then I don't know. It's a fun conference, and I don't like it because it's supposed <laughs> to be a punishment. <laughs> It's fun now. Um, it's finally fun. All right, let's talk about uh, 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 what you really want to talk about, um, which mm-hmm. is Duke losing. Mm-hmm. Duke lost to uh, Louisville. They lost twice. They lost to Clemson. Yeah, I was gonna um, say. But uh, this was the game of the weekend, I would say, in, in college basketball. Would, would you agree with that, Louisville-Duke? Um, 
It uh, uh, Louisville jumps out to a big lead. They, they, it looks like they're going to boat race Duke, and then. But but ESPN was doing a great job of um, reminding us of conjuring up the memories of last year's game, Tate. You might remember this when you and I did like a, a, an instant classic rewatch. That was what we did on the podcast, and people, I think they, I think the reviews are in, and everyone hated it. Everyone mm. was like, "Never do that idea again." Mm-hmm. Um, and we listened. We never did do it again. <laughs> but uh, it was a twenty-three point comeback for Duke, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, and it looked like it looked like we that, called it the Jabruder film. Yeah. yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Louisville jumps out to the big lead. Duke starts to come back, and it's like, oh no, is it happening again? But then Louisville hangs on to win, and uh, they exercise the demons of last year. It's interesting when you look at this Duke team because, again, we know the faces, mm-hmm. and I think that's the, with college basketball. This year, you ask what the difference is. We watch all these teams, and you're kind of like, I don't really know these guys. I don't know. Why Virginia looks so different from last year? Oh, all the guys that you remember mm-hmm. are gone, and the two other guys that started that you didn't know—they're the face of the team now. Yeah, and that's sort of like college. The guys that were life. setting screens last year now have to <laughs> yeah, score. now they're shooting. <laughs> yeah, and they like, are yeah, not yeah. making those shots. Yeah, yeah. Yikes! But you look at Duke, and it's like you know Trey Jones, you know Jack White, you mm-hmm. know Delorier, you know the whole gambit, and you even know the guys that were recruited to go there because mm-hmm. they were such big recruits. So you kind of. Get this Duke team, and everyone in America wants this Duke team to be that team. They want it to be 2010, but they don't have a guy that they needed in 2010. They don't have an archetype of Brian Zubek. They don't have the guy who will elbow you in the face, who will tackle you, who mm-hmm. will take five charges a game, who will do anything possible to get That's away Jack White. It should be Jack White. And Jack White cannot do that because he's yeah. too busy getting dunked on. Yeah, I'm like... Whew. Unfortunately. The mali- but hold on. I got to say, I respect trying to block it at least. That's what LeBron said tonight about <laughs> you know when he got dunked on my Jalen Brown. When Malik Williams uh, just yeah, mm. oh, by by That's the way, the Brandon Knight defense. That was at least yeah, I tried. At least I tried. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least I tried. Um, <laughs> by the way, uh, uh, this was happening all game. I mean, my God, Louisville mm. had how many breakaway dunks uh, on Duke? It was, well, the Duke it offense like is basically let's throw it into Vernon Carey, have him turn it over, and then we'll let uh, Louisville <laughs> get a is. fast break. That'd be great. Um. How about uh, David Johnson? <laughs> we got to talk about him. Who who, who, who the hell is yeah, this kid? Exactly. That's, that's what happened. Like I've been, wa- I feel like I've been following Louisville all season. It feels like the replacements a little bit. It really like, does. Like I like something's going on at Louisville. Like they're they're I, mm. I don't know what's happening, but they they are uh, they're over their scholarship limit. Something's happening. They they, they, they get a re- they get a kid to reclass at, at semester or what? Well, the story. The official story is that he was nursing a shoulder injury and he mm. just now got healthy and and now is like starting to. This was the first game against Duke that he played more than twenty minutes. Mm-hmm. Um. In fact, I don't think he played like more than ten up until like a few weeks ago. Uh, comes out of nowhere is unbelievable. He had seventeen points in the first half. He did he did land on his shoulder or something towards the end of the game. But but Chris Mack says he's going to be okay. I don't know who this kid is. I don't know where he came <laughs> from. But uh, I think he's the best point guard in the country other than Peyton Pritchard. I'm ready to, to already call it because he was unbelievable. I'm joking, obviously, but am I? I don't know. We don't know. <laughs> We're not really sure because when you look at the Louisville team, I mean. In college basketball, it's kind of like we have these people, even Louisville's like Jordan Noir. We're just going to talk about him. He's the yeah. guy on this team. But then when you watch Louisville, you're kind of like, McMahon's got to step Can up. Can I do it? Yes, it, it won't. It won't be a Titus and Tate episode unless I go in on some aspect of Louisville. Yes, uh, you know, after after reaming them for always losing to Kentucky. Uh, I, I, I might be the biggest war hater on earth, and I mm. think I've, I've deduced why. <laughs> it's because every time I watch Louisville, he sucks. Mm-hmm. And um, that's why I can't – I. Like I understand, I look at the stats. I looked at he's Louisville's leading scorer. He's averaging over twenty a game, whatever it is. Great player. He's. I'm sure he's great. I'm sure, but like, 
I don't care that he scored however many he scored against Youngstown State or like USC Upstate and all that stuff. I care about like when I'm tuning in, when when you have the nation's attention, what are you doing? This is Jordan Wara. Buckle up, Tate. These are his marquee games. At Kentucky, a loss. He goes 2 for 10. Um, he goes 3 for 12 at Duke, by the way. That's what, that's what made me bring this up. He had 6 points. He went 3 for 12 at Cameron. Mm-hmm. Uh, versus Texas Tech, a loss. 4 for 16 from the field. That was game was the worst. Uh, versus Michigan, he's 9 for 23. The one game he played well, and I will give him props for this, against Florida State, he goes 11 for 15, scores 32 points. Um, I'm not saying he's a bad player, Tate. I just... Uh, uh, I'm having bad luck. I, I'm putting it on me. I'm not going to put it on him, Tate. I'm going to put it on me. Every time I tune into Lou a game, it seems like he's like three for sixteen from the field. And I pretty much you just listed. <laughs> yeah, yeah it sounds like he might be that. Uh, and I wanted to point out also with this Duke team uh, in general. I'm not even going to talk about Louisville because okay, they're the de facto best team in the ACC. I know they're not. You know. They're so not. you think Florida State just beat them by thirteen at Louisville? You still think Louisville's better? I don't. I, I, I don't know. Florida State is the best team in the ACC. Oh, okay. I'm saying Louisville. That's why I don't want to talk about them because oh, because they're getting they're... all the credit for being the best team in okay. the ACC. Same with Duke. Both these teams. This was a this was a marquee matchup. But Florida State this the was best team the, in the ACC. America said whoever wins this game is the, is best, the best team in the ACC. And Leonard Hamilton, what are you talking about, Dana? <laughs> He's like, what, Dana? <laughs> Dana? Huh? 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 We'll go to overtime. <laughs> 10 and 0, baby. Uh, yes. But talking about Duke, Coach K has uh, created the perfect response to losing these two games, which is. He's not going to go down with an injury. <laughs> mm. But the reason they lost is because of injuries, which is, you know, a trope that Coach K would lean on back in the yep. day, but not as hard as he is now. Wendell Moore being out and having a broken hand to Coach K is the reason why they're losing yep. these games. Not, you know, having 16 turnovers, not shooting 6 of 25 from 3, you know, not the fact that it, it all comes down to the fact that Wendell Moore did not play. He would fix all those problems. And Joey Baker did not play. And yep. I don't know about you, but jo- if Joey Baker was in that game, Duke I thought he won. did play. He played against Clemson. Oh, he played against he Clemson. He did not play. He didn't, he didn't see the four against no, Louisville? No, no, no. He was uh-huh. hurt. He was hurt. He was hurt. Did you see Kay? Uh, uh, not it. Matthew hurt. Did you see, did you see Kay uh, uh, made the uh, – uh, um, he did the thing where he's like, not to take anything away from Louisville. Of course. But let's take everything away from them. But everything I'm going to say now is going to take away from Louisville. I don't want to put down Louisville the, and what they've done, but let me do that. And he me. talked about the uh, uh, the refs and, like, it was – but he smartly did say the both sides thing. Or he said he alluded to that. He, he alluded <laughs> to both sides. Which, uh, you can tell that Coach K listens to the podcast because that is my move, my patented move. You want to bitch about the refs. All you have to do is say both sides. Now you're not biased. Now it's, uh, you know, you're, you're just being an objective viewer here. You mentioned um, uh, the first, though. This is Duke's first losing streak since February 2018. Is it really? Yeah. Wow. Back to um, games. Duke has not. Well, what's interesting about you bringing up, like, the ACC standings, who's the best team in the ACC, mm-hmm. all that, it was setting up. The ACC is horrible, as, as we've talked about for a while now. Um, and Duke, uh, they're, they're for a hot second. Looked like they were, like, weirdly underrated because they lost to Stephen F. Austin and – and everyone seemed to to just swear them off and be like, get them out of my face. I don't want to see them till March, and then I want to cheer against them and laugh when they lose again mm-hmm. to like a Stephen F. Austin. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, so they were like quietly like actually playing really well. Like Kerry was first team All American, good. He still kind of is. Uh, Trey Jones was making shots. It was all coming together for Duke. Um, but uh, uh, the, the the point I want to make is that so it, it looked like they were going to win the ACC. And mm-hmm. my question to you, Tate, is Duke has not won the ACC since 2010. They shared that title. They have not won an outright ACC title since 2006. Do you think that streak continues, that Duke does not get a piece of the ACC, or do you think they find a way? They will share it. 
You think they'll find a way? This to is share. 2010 yeah. all over again. This whole, mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, again, this is the start of a new decade. Carolina sucks. Yeah, it feels yep. very similar to the 2010 year in the sense that Duke was able to make a run in the tournament. They were not the best team that year. They should not have won that title, but they <laughs> did, and they made a great run in the tournament. And I think that could happen again because they have the pieces to make a run. Mm-hmm. And if Moore comes back and his hands healthy. Sure, they have another piece, another weapon that could actually matter. Joey Baker apparently would have won this game if he had played, so yep. if he comes back healthy, again, we would get there and Duke could make a run. Congratulations, Coach K. If everyone is healthy, they're the best team in the country. I love the uh, Trey Jones. had He hit one shot, and Billis was like, uh, he hit one shot late in the game, and Billis was like, uh, you can tell that this kid's been in the gym working on his shot and all that. And he wasn't wrong. Like, like Trey Jones is, if you've been listening to the show for a while, I was making fun of him at the start of the year and um, whatever. But um, <laughs> <laughs> whatever. But he, he earlier in the game, he, he like, in transition, he stops and pops from the top of the key. He airballed it by at least four feet. And then uh, he make, he like makes one three later in the game, and they're like, "Wow, you can tell that this man's really been working on a shot." And that's just kind of where we've arrived. That's why, like, that's the status of college basketball, though. Is like Trey Jones technically is one of the five best point guards in college basketball, probably. Technically. Technically. Yes. And that is uh, that just speaks to where we're at, where we've arrived. Is is uh, yeah, not great. There so. are great teams. There are maybe good teams. Definitely not great. Teams. Yeah. Um. What else? We got to talk about this Baylor Oklahoma game. Um. Did are you a believer in Baylor? I'm a believer in Baylor because I believe in man defense. And okay. we just saw a great graphic as we were walking up. And basically, Scott Drew, every year since he took over, he has decided he will up the ante and play less zone defense. And we know the ultimate cop-out is playing zone defense. Jay Wright did it uh, mm-hmm. this past weekend and even admitted it in the post game mm-hmm. that they had to go to zone because they were playing so poorly. And this is just what college coaches do. Coach K did it with Zion Williamson and Jason Tatum and all these mm-hmm. other five-star guys because like they didn't have the talent to play man-on-man defense. He needed them to play zone. Yeah, right. Exactly. And that's, usually how that exactly. Pl- that's usually how that works. And so for Scott Drew and this team to be able to play man and to match up man against all these other teams says, okay, they have the defense to win a title. And as we both know, if you have a good enough defense in college basketball, you have a real chance at least to make an elite eight like a Florida State did a few years yeah, ago. Yeah, I, I think So Baylor matches up well. I think so. I mean, Baylor has four guards that mm-hmm. they basically played. Um, they they play great defense. Uh, they I am they're worried. big guards. Yeah, yeah. Like and they're and the, is big. The, they're put together like you want a college basketball team. Where um, I mean, Fran Fraschilla was like going through it tonight during the game, just like going through every guy. Like Freddie Gillespie is is a, is a former walk on. Mm-hmm. Was he D three or community college or you both? You actually missed it. They did a Freddie Gillespie Mike and Drill uh, little segment that basically was like he had four points his first year when he was playing D three or whatever. Now he's playing the number one team in the country, and it's all due to the Mike and Drill, which we love the George oh, really? Mike and Drill. Yes. So it was just Freddie Gillespie doing the Mike and Drill, which. Is, if you don't know, it's just basically laying up on the left side and catch it, lay it up on the right side, back and forth. <laughs> George Mikey did it with the Minneapolis Lakers back in the, he, day, in the true, 40s. The, the rise of Freddie Gillespie, who Fran Fraschilla said <laughs> 15 times tonight is the most improved player in college basketball. It all boils down to the Mike. While well, also saying that Doolittle on Oklahoma would win most improved in the Big Twelve, so who's the most it's, improved in college? Who, that's basketball the big or question. The Big Twelve, yes. Is uh, and also who's more Larry Bird, like Brady mm. Manick or Matthew Hurt? Uh, because. <laughs> I I googled Brady Manic today because you asked me is you, you said is Brady Manic from, from Indiana is yes. he from Indiana and mm-hmm. I know he's not because I know if anybody's from Indiana I know about it if mm-hmm. you're playing Division One basketball mm-hmm. I was like there's no way he's from Indiana I know he's not but I went to Google where he is from and I typed in Brady Manic and like the third result on Google is Brady Manic Larry Bird. So this, like, this is obviously something that people are aware of. And, and they, he used to have watching the, him play the stash and the hair and everything. He's leaning into yes. it. He had the hair. He still does have the stash. Mm-hmm. He's, he's leaning into the Larry Bird look. But during the Duke-Louisville game, we got the Jay Billis side-by-side shot of Matthew Hurt's jump shot with Larry Bird in the, uh, was it the 88? Mm-hmm. I want to say three-point contest. I can't remember the year. The, the year that he shot it and put the finger up and the 
I'm just here to see who finishes second type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, they get the the side by side, and Billis like Billis like pulled a muscle, like making sure everyone is aware. I'm not comparing the two. It was, it was hilarious because he's like, they, they, he's not wrong. Their jump shots do look alike, but he was just like, people, calm down. They're not the same player. <laughs> but Brady Manix's uh, jump shot does too. Because yeah, it kind of like does. Who's more Larry Bird? Mm. I don't know. Makes you think. Maybe that's like a college, like at the end of the year when they do the college basketball like dunk contest and skills challenge. Maybe that's what it is. Yeah. Like, who could look the most like this person? Um, Jalen Hands looked exactly like Russell Westbrook for like three months last year. Baylor, no sense. Baylor let Oklahoma kind of stick around this game a yes. little bit. Um, but Baylor, Baylor is playing really. Their, their only loss of the season was a three point loss that they were basically up on Washington all game. It was the second game of the season in Alaska. They're basically up all game. They kind of choke it away at the end. Um, take that away, and they're undefeated. They're undefeated in the the lower forty eight. We'll say mm-hmm. um, they're having a great season. I am worried though. This feels like uh, every so often we get these teams, and and I guess like I've arrived at is it going to be Baylor? Is it going to be San Diego State? Where we get these teams that are like red hot. They're at this point in the season they're undefeated or like barely lost a game. Whatever, their fans are losing their minds, and then all of a sudden they they lose like three of five or something, and then everyone's like, what the hell just happened? Well, everything happen. just caved in, and and you're you're like stuck. Like, I don't know. It's like an aftershock of like we were we were just number one. Where and, and you look up and Baylor's like yeah ranked nineteenth and and in third place in the Big Twelve. I don't necessarily think that's going to happen, but um, their schedule that they have coming up, they they, they play at Florida, uh, I, I believe on Saturday. Who suddenly has a pulse? The Florida Gators. We 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 should. Point I swore them off. You've been yeah. a believer all yeah, season. Yeah, yeah. Can I quickly do an aside on Florida? Please do. Yeah. Because at the beginning of the year, we had an inside source, a guy that you know professionally does this. He scouts teams, scouts players. You know, he has the inside sources to let you know who's going to be really good. Yeah. And he was at Florida's practices in September, or whatever, and he texted me and said, "Lock it in, Florida Final Four. <laughs> so I told everybody. It's Florida. And again, I didn't even know who was on Florida. This man's Black name Shaver. is Mike White. No, it was Kevin White, his father. Uh, and so I'm all in on Florida the whole thing. And I'm like, it's all day. It's Florida. Florida has just absolutely just been terrible uh, yeah. considering the expectations. Yeah. And then they win the race of 69. They beat Auburn, who mm-hmm. was undefeated. And you know, they blow Auburn out. They yeah. blew them out. Yeah, yeah. So now everyone's back on this team. You know, is Florida going to make a run? And to that, I say, of course, because I told you, yeah, the you year that Florida yeah, right. is a team to believe. You're in. playing the long con. Yeah, it's exactly. a long game. Um, great. So yeah, Baylor has Florida coming up. They're at Florida. Uh, mm. That that is an interesting game. But then like their schedule, their Big Twelve part of the schedule is is backloaded to where like I think it's like mid February. They they play West Virginia like twice towards the end of the year. They play mm-hmm. they still have to play Texas Tech again. They still have Kansas at home. Um, I'm not predicting. I'm not in the prediction business. Mm-hmm. Uh, we already went over that. I, don't I like, am. I don't Florida like the Final Four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't want to say that Baylor is gonna. I I just I'm worried because uh this does seem to happen. I I, I am gonna call my shot on that. It's gonna be one or the other, like San Diego State or Baylor, where their fans are gonna look up like it's the beginning of March, and they're like, what the hell just happened? Basically. I want someone to feel my misery, Tate, that I feel as an Ohio State fan where I thought we were the number one team in the country like a month ago, <laughs> and now we're unranked, and, and Seth Davis is tweeting that we might not make the tournament just to piss me off. Mm-hmm. <sighs> it's close. I, I do have a message for the haters. I'm glad <laughs> yeah, you asked, please. Tate. Yeah, like, yeah, my yeah, God, yeah, what is with these college yeah, basketball yeah, media it, people yeah. like coming at my throat? Mm-hmm. I've done nothing. Mm-hmm. Like When Ohio State <laughs> wins, Tate, do you see me sticking my chest out, bragging about it? Like, like Ohio State won by 25 in the Dean Dome, mm-hmm. and – I never talked about it once. Like I don't think people even know that that happened because I don't even really talk about it. And all of a sudden they start losing, and now everyone just wants to shove it down my throat. And it's I don't know. It I can hurts. take it. I'm a it big hurts. I'm a big boy. But we'll 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 get our comb. We'll we'll be back. We'll Thank be back. God, Florida's. Um, back. 
Is there anything else before we go? Anything no. else we got to talk about? I, I want to do like uh, just one little just overarching thought about all the things that we talked about today, mm-hmm. which is everything that we just said will change within two weeks because that has been this. Yeah, season. that's and, what's and it, weird yes, is, is you it, can't talk from a place of, mm-hmm. of definitive. Like That's why we're laughing yeah. at it. So if you're getting yeah. upset and you're like, these guys are making fun of this is because literally, like we said, when Kentucky lost to Ohio State, they were 11 and one. They were potentially the number one team in the country. John Calipari said they were the best team in the country. Mm-hmm. And now they're 12th in the big. He cursed team. us. Yeah. Yes, exactly. He, he definitely did. Um, who do, so, so who do you think like right now, is, is there a team that you look at and you're like, listen, all the chaos is going on, but I still trust, like, if, if the waters are rocky, I want to be on this ship. I want to be on this team ship. I trust that, like, eventually they're going to be able to, to, to figure it all out. Not Maryland. Not Maryland. That's yeah, your only not answer. Maryland. I yeah. still think, I think uh, Kansas is the best team if Dotson is healthy. Yeah, Kansas is the best team. I think Kansas is the best team if, if Dotson is healthy. Doak is the best big man in the yeah. country. Yeah. There's a real shot for them to make a run. I'm going to say, can we just say Dayton? I'm going to say Florida State. Florida, I Dayton, do want Dayton. Kansas. So, who, so okay, let's do it That's this way. So, so, so North Carolina is not going to be in the tournament. No. We know this. Uh, is Cole Anthony coming back, Cole by Anthony the way? Cole Anthony is coming back. That's what That's the word, word on the street is that Cole Anthony uh, is willing to come back because he doesn't care about things such as draft stock. He mm. only cares about coming back and proving that he can win games with a <laughs> terrible team. <laughs> so, therefore, he does care about draft like stock. We will get a CBI berth. <laughs> come hell or high water, I'll find I a think way. he would sit out the um, NIT, but he yeah. will come back. Uh, for the showcase. That's great. Great. <laughs> Fantastic news. He has to get more assists than turnovers. He's gonna I'm telling you, the Austin Rivers comparison is going to be perfect. I mean Austin Rivers made the tournament at least, but he's going to come back. Carolina is going to beat Duke. Everyone's gonna look at this season and be like, what a disappointing season it was for Carolina. But they beat Duke because Cole Anthony had like thirty five. That would that's be great. My, yeah. yeah, that'd be yeah. great. That, that's all he, that happens. And he'll, he'll, he'll quit right after that. The, yeah. the, he'll, they'll, they'll beat Duke and he'll be like, I'm done. I, okay, now I'm done. That's all I wanted. Was just that it one. is hilarious to have the guy that's the number one player in the country because Zion was not sitting next to Coach K, but the fact that Roy Williams has decided to put Cole Anthony right next to him on the bench says, just remember this kid's not playing. Yeah. That's why we're losing. So uh, Carolina's not going to make the tournament. Who? Mm-hmm. Th- the question I have for you is who are you cheering for to win the tournament? What tournament team do you want to see win the tournament? What 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 is the perfect outcome for Tate Frazier? The perfect outcome is that the Big Ten does not win a title, that the Pac-12 <sighs> has a chance to win a title, and that Dayton wins the title. I think Dayton would be awesome. Dayton yeah. would be great for everybody. If Ohio State can't win it, I think I want Dayton to win. Mm-hmm. I think a mid-major, like a true mid-major. I Like Gonzaga is a mid-major, but we were talking about this. Gonzaga charters flights, for God's sakes. Like, it's, I, I think they do. I don't know. I'm kind of speaking from a place of authority. I don't actually know, but I assume they, they do. To. Yeah. Gator. Uh, they have to. They, 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 they're not like a, a real mid-major. Like San Diego State would be cool too, I guess. I'd be fine with that. Mm-hmm. But like Dayton... Again, I don't know if this is true, but they probably drove to St. Louis to play that game. You know, like I want, I want like a real, true mid-major. That's probably not true either. <laughs> I'm probably let's way just off say, on let's just say it. I mean, <laughs> but it, they, would, it would be a little frustrating to be the Flyers and then it, have it, to bust drive or drive. Yeah. Yeah. Can we at least fly? Like, isn't that our fucking logo? <laughs> uh, Dayton would be cool. I would, I would love Dayton. Or, uh, or I just, I just want to, I want, I want chaos to ensue as well. Like, mm. I want, I want it to be a Pac-12 team, a West Coast team, a mid-major. <laughs> Or a Big Ten team. I want Will like Wade. Something, yeah. <laughs> Give me Will Wade yeah. back. Will Wade, uh, th- that would be great. Um, do you have any shout-outs to wrap uh, this up? Shout-out to Will Wade, undefeated in the SEC. Is uh, he really? Yeah. LSU's oh undefeated. God. Congratulations, Coach Wade. i got to look up these conference standings, man. <laughs> this is wild. I had no idea. I know Seton Hall is leading the Big East. I look up I'm a coaches Big East and, where and where they are. Shaka Smart, not getting a shout-out. Not get sh- 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 oh, my God. Anthony Gray getting a shout-out. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to uh, well, we didn't. We were talking about dating a little bit. Jalen Crutcher hit the three. Did we already mm. say that? We, yeah, we shout we'll, out Jalen. We'll I had him. I am on the list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Hit, hits the buzzer beater. If he misses, they lose. I mm. love those buzzer beaters. Mm-hmm. A lot of buzzer beaters get get love. Um, that are tie ball. That are game. tie ball games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But that's not that's not what we want on this program. We want we want you to be losing and to <laughs> <laughs> to hit a shot to win. Um, we didn't talk about Cal getting ejected from mm-hmm. Arkansas. Uh, so I thought you were saying like Cal like got ejected from the Pac-12. They're just like, yeah. get these. Oh, guys. Cal, Cal. <laughs> like, to watch Cal season just came for few years to get him out of here. Um, <laughs> They're uh, smart uh, enough. They'll figure it out. They Kentucky loses at uh-huh. South Carolina, banked in three at mm-hmm. the buzzer. Their next game is at Arkansas. They're losing. Um, uh, uh, Cal gets ejected. And then all of a sudden, Kentucky goes on a run and wins. Do, do you want to read into that, Tate? Do you yes, want to because this is Coach the, K's new thing is I will not fake the injury. Cal's thing is I will do anything to get out of this game so I don't have to coach anymore. So it can't be my fault. Mm-hmm. And if they win, I still get credit because I fired my team up. That's great. That's a great move. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's it. it. Yeah, that's, that's, I, I see that. I was trying to figure out like how this is good for Cal, but yeah, you, you hit the he nail fired on his he team fired up. his team up. Yeah, yeah that's he great. did what it took. You know, that no one could get a technical. You know, he had to get. Do you a think technical. it was a Norman Dale situation where he's like, "Throw me out"? <laughs> yeah, of like, course, yeah. yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Slipped a twenty in his pocket. <laughs> he's like a twenty. Get out of here. Um, I want to give a shout out to Boise State. We mentioned Utah mm. State. Uh, the wheels are falling off mm. uh, for Utah State. Um, Boise State was down nineteen in the second half, like six minutes to play against Utah State. They were down like 18, I think, with like four minutes left. Um, they come back, send the game to overtime, and, and end up beating Utah State. Great comeback. It's amazing. But there's one little note that's like especially amazing. Ray J. Dennis, who plays for Boise State, I'm not going to pretend like mm-hmm. I know who this kid was before I saw this. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is Ray J., though. Like it's, I, I believe it's spelled like R-A-Y-J, like all one word. Maybe it's Raj. <laughs> yeah, I think it might be Raj. Raj. Uh, Ray J. Dennis scored 19 points in the final four minutes. He didn't have a point until the final four minutes of regulation. Then he scores 19 points to spearhead this comeback. So I want to give a shout-out to Ray J. Um, do you think this is the the, the most famous? I want to give a shout-out to Ray J. Is, yeah. Uh, that's a yeah. great way to start this whole thing on video. Is this the best? Uh, <laughs> I think that's how you become really famous when you say that on your first video. Is this the is this the best instance of Ray J. coming from behind <laughs> That's my question I have for you. <laughs> Man, love it. Great question. Good to be here. Congratulations, <laughs> Ray J. You did it. You did it. Uh, anything else? No. Uh, I'm excited to be here. We'll be back on Friday. We will we'll be, continue yeah. to talk about college basketball. We have the SEC Big 12 uh, showdown right on Saturday. Yeah, coming up Saturday. Yeah, yeah so um, that'll be good. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. More more games will be, be taking place. I'm, ready. I'm just excited to get this first one out of the way. It's, it's our goal here. We want to launch... The exact same podcast as many times as possible. Yes. This is the what we did teed up. Uh-huh. We did uh one shining pod. Mm-hmm. Then we did Titus and Tate out of the garage. Mm-hmm. And now we're doing Titus and Tate with Fox and Westwood. Um so I don't know. Tune in in three months we'll be relaunching it again. Uh, <laughs> yes. figured, uh, That'll be our we're setting iteration. a world record. Yeah. Four yeah. launches like, and like Can you just do the same <laughs> show? Can you just stay in one place? Why do you have to move? Uh, the answer is no. I'm actually taking, now that we signed the contract and I got this first one under the belt, I'm taking the rest of the contract off. Like the NBA guys. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were Michael Porter. Yeah, Michael Porter. Yeah. 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 I'll I'm, see you for the I'm preserving next. myself for the next contract. <laughs> yes. I'm going to show back up when we have like three months left on the contract. Yeah. I'm going to show back up. And You're then a lottery talent, Ball man. out. And then, yeah. People Get remember the highlights. Yeah. That's all they want to see. Um, yeah, we're back. We're back into the swing. If you're listening to this on the uh, the Westwood feed, uh, check us out. We we are putting all the fi- all the shows up, uh, the video. We're gonna have more guests on. We're gonna do a lot of fun stuff. Um, we, we really are excited because Fox uh, is giving us a ton of resources the, to we have, have our own studio. Yeah, we have a I studio. Mean, we got posters this? hanging I mean, up. Who would have thought? We got my book over there, Jay Billet Toughness. Uh, <laughs> 
Fantastic. Wooden, like, I'm, we got Giannis's yeah. college jersey. Uh, oh, Rick Patino, Success is a Choice is on our uh, bookshelf here. So, <laughs> yes. uh, we got a, we got a nice little studio. Um, but yeah, we're excited. We're going to, we're going to have, this is, this is a home that we can bring guests to. That's what I'm excited about is we Success can, we can is a choice. So, love it, Rick. All right. That's it. That's the show. We'll see you guys Friday. Perfect. <laughs>